Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas. It is After Dark. It is Black Dog Video. That makes us the Black Dog Video After Dark podcast. We are a nostalgia movie podcast where we uh, look back at uh, movies from 20 or so years ago and ask the all-important question, does it hold up? I am one of your hosts. My name is Dylan Reimer. I am a, a stand-up comic, and uh, and I'm one of the gang here at Black Dog on this, uh, this here festive podcast. And sitting to my right, as always, is... I'm Alex Chisholm, former employee of Black Dog Video and current employee of the Rio Theater on Broadway and Commercial. Fantastic Rio Theater. Yes. Mm, yep. Yep. Um, Darren Gay over here, former owner of uh, the, the shop that was on Commercial and Canby Street. Still the owner of, um, I guess, the website, uh, yeah. Black Dog Video. Yeah, and, you're, and a nice gray shirt. Yeah, wearing a nice gray shirt. You know, it's yeah. festive season. I like wearing gray at Christmas. You're the owner of many things. Just, just a video <laughs> store is not one of them anymore. No, it's sadly to say it's not. But, but it was it was it was good while it lasted. Was it, it was not? amazing. It was a great run. Twenty six years or so. so You're gonna start yeah. a new one, gray shirt video. No, maybe. Yeah, right out of my living room, right That's where we are right now. Communist movies. Yeah, we used to record in the shop, which was always fun. It was that nice was to be, fun. Yeah, but uh, it was always nice to be surrounded by the movies and stuff. Now we're just crammed into my living room here beside a Christmas tree and but you, still but you, surrounded by movies. But you know, yeah. you, know we did, you know what we didn't have in that video store? A cat with a cone on its head? <laughs> a cat with a cone on its head. <laughs> Although Video Cat is across town and it mm-hmm. may or may not have a cone on its head. I don't know. I was going to say a piano. It's true. Uh, we didn't have that in the shop. There you are. Yeah. And that just opened a secret bat... Batman, uh, that close us, it quick. None of us can play it, unfortunately. <laughs> no, my wife's taking lessons, but I, uh, uh, I can't play it. My kid took lessons when he was growing up, but uh, not so much anymore. You know what? This is not the Why Do You Have a Piano podcast. <laughs> this is the Black Dog Video After Dark podcast. Yes. And uh, we're continuing our festive uh, action movie uh, theme, I, although I guess last week we did Gremlins. Not an action movie. No, the best of, there is some action in it, but it's not a, a traditional of, action movie. It's a bit of action, but this is a, a, a proper action movie that, for some reason, I think, is unfairly uh, ignored when it comes to festive holiday action flicks. Now, mm-hmm. everyone always mentions Die They think they're being controversial. Well, I think Die Hard's my favorite Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Like you think you're being so goddamn clever. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I think the jury is still out on whether or not Die Hard actually is a Christmas movie it or is. not. It's, but, it's, it's no more or no less a Christmas movie than the one we're doing tonight. I think it's a little... I think Die Hard's a little more festive yeah. than, than, than this one. The movie we're doing is... Uh, uh, was it 1987's Lethal Weapon, directed yes. by Richard Donner. St- on Donner, on Blitzen. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Produced um, by Joel Silverbells. Uh, the, there oh. you go. Have you got anything for Danny Glover? Santa's... Uh. Sen- if, if, if the Glover don't fit, you gotta quit. Uh, that's really not Christmassy, but no, it's, 
borderline racist. Yeah, and then uh, and um, there's, there's Mad Mel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I know. Is it, he's okay, that, that, Darlene that, loves in there. Uh, although it's written by Shane Black, who mm-hmm. has yet to uh, all he does. force Christmas <laughs> into every screenplay yeah. he's ever written. Um, Including the wonderful Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the the overrated Kiss Kiss Bang I like, Bang. I like, I like I like that movie better than I like this movie. Okay, well, I, think, I, I, think, I, think I, I like a lot of movies better than I like this movie, but <laughs> but let's save our actual opinions for the end of the podcast. I, I uh, just give it all away. I think I think you gave it away for all three of us. Fuck. Now, so here's okay. <laughs> full disclosure, listener, we mm. intended to do this as a uh, a dog track uh, commentary review. You know, where we watch the movie and then you you at home can listen to our commentaries. Our, our, our witty asides. Yeah, and, but uh, but this movie was just, it, there was just not much there to... Uh, well, we did it. We actually recorded it. There was it, nothing that could just, quite take yeah. root, though. Yeah. You know, like nothing really grabbed us. Frankly, no. we were all kind of bored. Yeah. So we figured, let's just talk about the movie. Yeah. You know. The, we're going to w- blow w- through the, this one. Hopefully it'll be like about uh, five, ten minutes long. Yep. You can go back uh, eating your dinner and stuff like that. And- um... I actually uh, think this is a. I think the action in this movie is pretty good. That's all I have to say about yeah. this movie. <laughs> the play, all right, good night, everybody. Okay, watching it last week, because um, I'd seen it, uh, and I don't know uh, what your guys' history with uh, Lethal Weapon is. Uh, when's the first time you saw Lethal Weapon, Darren? Um, to be honest, I don't remember. Um, I probably watched it on VHS when it came out. I'm pretty sure I didn't see it in the theater. Um, I might have. No, I probably wouldn't. Like the late 80s. Um, be honest, no, I was. I don't think I saw. I be honest, I don't remember when I first. So saw it. VHS, you didn't rush out to theaters to no, see this. No, I would have saw it on tape back in the probably about '88 when it came out. '87, yeah, I could probably. '87, '88, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good enough. You know, I liked uh, Mel after um, the Road Warrior, which was one of my all-time favorite movies. So yeah, it was, it was good to you know back in the day when before he became you know, before he got into his troubles, I guess. Is this like his first? I mean, post Mad Max movie um, like uh, uh no he did uh lady no he didn't do lady Hawk, no he wasn't he? no he was no. not like richard uh, donner did lady Hawk. that's right that's what yeah. i'm thinking of um yes i don't know i don't know the history because the 82 was um, it, it would the make, road warrior it would make sense because i remember uh beyond well, thunderdome coming out he did the bounty as well in between which was a big it was all movie. about chocolate bars Yes. Mm, yeah, with those delicious chocolate bars. It was, like, <laughs> Not to be confused with random and uh, ransom, pardon me, in which he puts a bounty on someone's head. Oh, yes. The chocolate bar. And then head. shoots it off it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Does he put a bounty on someone's it's head? In ransom, yeah. Instead, they're demanding ransom for his kidnapped son. Yeah, no, no, I've seen it. his other bounties, and instead but, but, he puts... He puts the money out as a bounty oh. on their heads. Oh, that's a good that's, idea. No, that's a terrible idea. Oh, I mean, don't do that. It's bad. <laughs> uh, I've seen the bounty. You make a good uh, double bill: the bounty and ransom. Yeah, and, and uh, you drink every time Mel says the bounty in each in either film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he's, when he's and, wiping uh, up all the blood with those bounty towels. Bounty towels. Raisinets in the sun. You'd watch that. <laughs> my my history with Lethal Weapon, the first one I saw in the theater. I, I didn't, didn't ask. Yeah, well. <laughs> Alex, what's your history with this movie? Look at you taking over hosting details here. <laughs> part blah, 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 part blah. one I saw on like VHS at the time. I didn't see part two right away. What I was me and a friend ended up seeing part three, and then it was like, oh, yeah, what happened to the – Seen part one before. Yes, but okay. I, I I didn't see part two right away, and then I the second time I saw part one, I was re-watching it with part two after seeing part three. You guys are doing three. something that drives me crazy. I need a flow chart or something to it's, follow it's, along. It's like The Hangover, and then the sequel to The Hangover, it's called The Hangover Part Two, like there was a big second chapter that had been imagined all this time. Well, it's called Lethal Weapon 2. It's not called Lethal Weapon 2. 
part two. Oh. That would suggest that like we only saw one third of the story. Oh, it's of Lethal right. Weapon book two. Lethal Weapon <laughs> chapter two. <laughs> they always did. They always do this where it's like with Lethal Weapon in particular, it was like Lethal Weapon and Lethal Weapon two. Then it was Le- Lethal Weapon three, and they're like the Lethal Weapon trilogy is how they would uh, trilogy, sell it, like yeah. it was like it was Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah. And then with the fourth one, the Lethal Weapon saga, <laughs> like it was the Godfather. Or, yeah, it's whatever. just like no, it was a movie that they weren't sure was going to be a hit or not, and then it was a hit, and they're like, okay, now we're doing two, so don't call it part two. This is, this is not on you, Alex. Hey, Planet of the Apes saga. Come on. Even Planet of the Apes didn't do that. They didn't call it Five Planet parts. of the Apes Part 2. Like, suggesting Part 2 is like like there was a cliffhanger or some shit. It was called, like, Part 2 Too Many Apes, wasn't it? <laughs> part no. Too Many, T-O-O, Part yeah. Too Many Apes. Part Too Many Apes. Yeah. Uh, the Planet Goes Bananas. All right, what about you? Yeah, you Char- Charlton Goes Bananas. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, I remember very clearly. I uh, No one cares, though. I saw this on video. <laughs> <laughs> I was in grade seven. I rented it from the uh, gas station on the corner. That's how old it was. Uh, did you spend a lot um, of time at that gas station? I did, actually. Yeah. It was the only thing around for miles. Just hanging out, eating Big Turks. And, uh, and just yeah. le- learning how not to fix cars. No. I was I was eating Big Turks. Thank you. How did you know that? Did I mention um, that before? No, but, I just pulled that out of yeah, my Yeah, I'm, bu- I'm buying cigarettes for mom. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> and every now and then I, I could bring an R-rated movie home. Did you have to have a note from your mom to buy smokes? Yeah, yeah, at first, and then it was just like, okay. Oh, hey, Dylan's here. Yeah, smokes. That's, it's Liz Reimer's kid. Just give him the smokes. Yeah. And, and then, oh, here's some tampons, too, for your sister. <laughs> but um, it, it was quite the gas station. They knew a lot about your family. It was the original Walmart. Um, yeah, so anyway, I remember... Uh, Everybody got really excited about Lethal Weapon, you know, in grade seven. Did they? And I remember watching it and thinking, it's pretty good. Yeah, it was um, fine. But I I've never, I've, I've, I've never been much of an action movie guy. You really? Know? Yeah. Well, I thought you loved the action movies. Not, not when I was a kid. You know, like I, I would watch like Predator or uh, the Die Hard. Here's the thing: is when I was a kid, um, it was ve- it was the Cold War, and it was it was just uh, it, was, it was always like in. Chuck Norris was you, kind, was you kind of consumed by the the horror and the 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 overhanging terror of the possibility of nuclear annihilation all the time. Nuclear and uh, yes, I did actually. Um, I don't even know what I said. There's no second you in the word nuclear. Nuclear. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god, I, I'm just a fucking school teacher today. I know. No, it's just I the anti-Russian propaganda and all that crap. I just never. Went into. I didn't like Rambo. I didn't like Chuck oh, Norris. No. No. I grew up in white trash Surrey, so Chuck Norris was God. Right. And so you know, you'd watch like Missing in Action or, Missing or Action Invasion Part Two, USA Invasion or whatever. USA. Invasion USA with your favorite scene with the straw up the nose, and um, <laughs> I just uh, wasn't really an action guy. Huh? I don't know. I was more into comedies. You're more into like driving or, Miss Daisy I, I, or and science, stuff like that. Science fiction. Mm-hmm. I like driving Miss Daisy a lot more than uh, <sighs> driving Mr. Mel. I got. Dr- I got. Dragged to see Driving Miss Daisy with my girlfriend at the time. By your black chauffeur? Yeah, he drove me there. <laughs> Man, what a dreadful And your thing. girlfriend, your elderly girlfriend? Yeah, she was 90 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> what can we say about Lethal Weapon? The plot is terrible, which is something I hadn't really considered because I, I hadn't seen this movie in a good uh, well, 10 or 15 years. I, I remember when we watched it for the dog tracks, when we got to the end, we were like, what is this movie? We didn't even know what the plot was. Like, the, the plot is so thin. It's about, you know, uh, drugs and heroin and... Is it Vietnam, heroin? Vietnam. No, is it heroin? I don't know. 
um, and Vietnam vets, you know, and it's, I don't know. It's, there's, there's, it's a very thin plot. It's basically just an excuse to it's, put Danny Glover and Mad Mel together and let them it's, sort it, of rip it is It is kind of like the deer hunter for the mullet generation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, without the, this, all the Vietnam This stuff. is all about a post-traumatic stress disorder yeah. in the form of Martin Riggs. Yeah. He was yeah. kind of a Jesus figure. See, I remember, like, when I think of when I was a kid not understanding it, at least I was like, oh, I don't understand it because it's grown-up stuff. Because mm-hmm. it was like uh, a lady of the night, a call girl for some reason, just starts off with her throwing herself off a 10-story <laughs> well, balcony. She's like li- just laying around in her lingerie, boobs hanging out, just just by herself. You know, just ha- like, I guess she's having a good time. And doesn't it start with Jingle Bell Rock? It I does, think? yeah. Is it, is it, or, over, is it, the, over the credits. No, it's a different song. No, it's it, Jingle Bell Rock. You know, and it's like, okay. So it's As like we jing- sang at Bonnelay Rock in French class. Oh, did you? Kid, yes. Hmm. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and then she, uh, for no reason, throws herself off a balcony of a yeah, a swanky hotel or something. Yeah, goes through the top. And somehow she's linked. But the, 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 I still don't know what the hell she has to do with the drug dealers. She has a daughter of Tom Aikens, um, or Actons, whatever his name is. Actons. Acton. Actings. Tom Acting. Tom Acting. Tom Actor. Um, who I've always liked. I've always liked that guy. And uh, he's like a he's a drug guy um, bringing in heroin to the or whatever drug it but, is. But that's not on his business card. He, he's like a senator. It, it, no, or no, it's a drug he? guy. His, uh, <laughs> drug guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but he's like but he's like a senator. But she the thing is she's she's murdered. She doesn't uh, she doesn't throw herself off. Well, she throws herself off because she's high as a kite. But she also somebody in, like uh, somebody injected her with some poison. That's not that, murder though, is it? It is murder. So if you're injected with poison, which would have killed you in ten minutes. Anyways, no, actually, I think that's how you get that's how you get away with murder is is you inject someone uh-huh. with a drug and then convince them to kill themselves. But there's the nobody drug- else in the room, so I don't know if anyone convinced them. I don't know. There's no reason for her is to get that up on actu- the- Was that actually an element of this movie? I just I had to rewatch it yesterday because was- I forgot everything about. Oh, it. you lucky it dog! Ago. Now you're bragging. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so hold on, she was injected with a poison that uh-huh. was going to kill her anyway, yeah. and then she and then she threw herself off a balcony. Yeah, it's, I guess it's more cinematic to throw yourself off a balcony it's and just def- like just like, just. Then just die with your head in the toilet? Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so, all right. See, that's something I never picked up on. Yeah, Because because the movie's just kind of... It doesn't doesn't do a good job at... uh uh, parceling out these plot points. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's, and then, and then we're introduced to the characters of, uh, you know, uh, naked Mel Gibson drinking beer in the morning and smoking in bed. Smoking in bed. Yeah, we can. Contemplating <laughs> suicide. It's, it's funny because uh, yeah, we, while well, watching uh, uh, Looney Tunes, when we're yeah. intro- introduced to Danny Glover, he's also naked. Like for some reason he's taking a bath before work in the morning, and his kids just come in and then hang out in the bath in the what? bathroom. Hey, look at Dad's dick. <laughs> yeah, they bring a cake, yeah. and then his you know his like, his teenage daughter hangs out, leans over the tub to chat with him about yeah. his beard and stuff like that. It's like this is kind of weird. Yeah, I see. I would have never. But I just couldn't get over like who who f- takes a fucking bath in the morning? I, well, well, it's his like, birthday, right? So. He still has to go to work. Yeah, well, I, I'm a big fan of baths. He's a bit myself. chill. Do you take man. one at like seven in the morning? See, you, you guys see, have okay. this debate many times. I don't. Baths. Yeah, I don't like baths. I'm, myself, I'm a date. I'm a daytime bath guy. Dylan's still outraged. You sold your clawfoot. I, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. You had a claw foot, the and only, you used it as a goddamn cat box. Well, I've no, never we didn't use it as a it cat was a, box. It was a disgrace. The cats played in it. The only reason we had it is because uh, when Gus was uh, younger, um, we would bathe him in there. And then when we stopped bathing him, we had no use of time. I, I don't like baths. Uh, my wife hardly took a bath. It's just it's taking up too much room. Oh, baths it was are a the tiny, best. tiny, awful shower. So. I've always said, if you want a shower, go to prison. 
That, <laughs> really? Civilized You've people. Said that? Civilized people take baths. No, no, like that. Like uh, passing. Anyway, I am, I am a morning slash afternoon bath guy. So, if you had a job at nine o'clock in the morning and you would leave at eight o'clock in the morning, would you go up at seven o'clock to like just wallow in a bath? On my birthday, maybe. Mm. Or maybe if I was feeling like uh, suicidal. <laughs> Because I was getting too old for this shit. <laughs> well, and, and then my kids burst in. Also, who eats cake in the morning? That's that's weird too. Yeah, why don't you sleep when he gets home from work? Yeah, who, yeah. Who takes a bath? Come to think of what? Yeah, cops. Yeah, cops don't take. Baths. Like if it was his day off, it would make yeah, sense. Of course, I'm gonna have a bath. My birth, my birthday bath. Maybe sleep in, in my birthday bit. suit. Yeah, and here's with, my birthday cake. And here's all my family and, watching and, and, me do all this. And here's my teenage daughter <laughs> looking at my junk. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because yeah, there weren't even bubbles or anything in the bath. It's just a bath. Oh yeah. So his, his penis was probably floating near the top of the of the water. Yeah, you. you I mean, I don't know. That's what they do, I guess. And I haven't penises, peni. Yeah, yeah. They're like you know floatable things. Yeah, I they're guess. they're very buoyant. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. All right. Anyway, yeah. So uh, anyway, so here's the thing, and it's the same problem I have with almost every Shane Black thing mm-hmm. is he has a bunch of elements and he puts them all together, but the, and he just sort of worries about how they're going to stick together after the fact. Like, right. oh, we're going to have a beautiful woman with no shirt throwing herself off a balcony to Jingle Bell Rock, and then we're going to have like a dude in the bathtub, and his family comes in. It's great, <laughs> and and we're going to have a guy who character just, We're going to have a guy who drives around with a dog in his truck. And then just le- presumably leaves his dog yeah. in the parking lot in his truck while he goes to work. Yeah, because, that's that's Martin Riggs. Yeah, yeah, because the dog shows up once at the end, and that's it. They show yeah. it at the beginning and then the end, and that's it. I think there's more to the dog. I want to. I want that dog story in, in, in Lethal Weapon Two. Yeah, they go way into the dog's like backstory because <laughs> they're yeah. running out of things to talk about. So Canadian the way you said that. Talk about. <laughs> talk about. No, but it's just, or I'm going to have a bunch of helicopters flying toward a big mansion on uh, on a, a fancy beach Ugh, property. That's a, that's a dumb scene, too. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so strangely, I re, it's, you rewatched Lethal Weapon. I rewatched a movie that I hate because everyone says such great things about it. I'm like, I must be wrong. And that movie is Iron Man 3. People oh. are always talking about how great Iron Man I never 3 li- is. I never liked that movie. Either. I've never I, heard it's great. Uh, well, Not I got. Okay, you, know well, why, you know why? Because it's better than part two. Maybe that's why people think it's. Great. I don't think it's better than part two. I'll be it honest. It is way better than part. Two. But um, I, I'm watching it. I'm like, this takes place at Christmas. Mm-hmm. This has an annoying kid in it. So mm-hmm. one thing that Lethal Weapon doesn't have is an irritating kid. Oh, there is kind of. There's a bunch of irritating kids at the dinner table. When, yeah, when they they're not the that. Dinner scene. But like, Dude, uh, not that but there is a scene where the, where the bad guys fly in and they blow up Tony Stark's house, which is on a cliff in, in like in, in like uh, oh, in, in Iron Man, in, in Iron Man three, right? And it's almost exactly the same scene as yeah. the, so like so the Shane only. Black he's like cannibalizing himself. Well, I was, I was the only the only uh, irritating kid in Lethal Weapon is Mel. I find Riggs completely irritating. He's pretty irritating yeah. For, yeah. Right from the very beginning because when we Big first baby. see Riggs, it's okay. Is he naked? Yeah, you get to see his butt. I thought the first time we saw him was when he was uh, pretending to sell cocaine in broad daylight. No, with, that's with that, Christmas that, trees. That, that, that's the next scene. That's on his way to work or something. So he like gets that. dressed on the way to work. Yeah, in his car. He just gets naked in the truck. His <laughs> yeah. dog dresses him. No, we wait. He's, we see him. He's smoking in bed. He's got some crappy Looney Tune shit on the on his little. Oh, oh is he trying TV. to kill himself at the very beginning? No, no. Okay, he's he's not. He's, he's it's supposed to be funny for some reason, and then he goes and takes a leak, and then he's off to work. I don't know, but yeah, then then the next thing is he's in a tree, Christmas tree lot, yeah, with some scuzz balls, and he's by himself, which is not. Really he's a, buying one hundred thousand dollars worth of coke, yep, in a mall parking lot surrounded by, <laughs> yeah, and I love it when he he's like a hundred grand. With it, with his uh, weird Australian American accent, yeah, okay, and he takes out his wallet and he starts counting out tens because they say they say a hundred, 
Yes. And he jokes that it's a hundred. No, he's not joking though, because because his whole thing is like, ha ha, I'm this clever, cheeky cop, and so he counts out one hundred dollars, and mm-hmm. they're like, what? A hundred thousand. And they go, shut up! I'm can't. Ca- maybe lose count. He's did, counting out. Did one. they think he was going to take a hundred thousand dollars out of his wallet? Well, they didn't say anything, so I have to assume so. Maybe he had one of those uh, brand new crisp one hundred thousand dollars bills. Especially when he's like, if he was counting thousands, like one one thousand, two one thousand. <laughs> You'd still take a hundred. You can do a hundred. It would still them. be a thousand of them. One hundred. Uh, yeah. Th- <laughs> yeah. Th- oh, sorry. One thousand dollar bills, not one hundred dollar bills. But whatever. Yeah. My point is, he's counting out like tens. And fives, and did they think that he was going to count out a hundred thousand dollars in tens and fives? I don't know. And if so, they must have said, "Wow, that wallet's not big enough for all that money." Yeah, it's a really thin wallet. Anyway, whatever. It, one of the many problems with this film. Yeah, no, that whole scene is dumb. Then he does that stupid uh, Three Stooges. Wait, uh, thing. I look. I I hate the Three Stooges. Yeah, me too. And I, I hate them. it. When, anyway, but I think that's lame. <laughs> it was a bad bit for sure. I, don't no, like, I like them, but only they can do it. Yeah, I, I will say the only thing I hate more than the Three Stooges is other people doing the Three Stooges. Mm. Yeah, and so he like hits himself in the face and goes, nyak, 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 knucklehead, or whatever. Yeah, then he, act, he actually pokes the one guy in the eye. A drug dealer. The, the, he pokes a fingers, drug dealer in the eye. And then he slaps the other two. like, like and, he, a, and then he pulls out a gun. Yeah, and, and then it, there's, there's a guy hiding in the trees for, behind him for some reason that tries to shoot. Anyways, it's just, it, it's, they end up killing them all. It's almost. one of the many instances in this movie and where he's, well, he, he just they just run around shooting guns in broad daylight, like, and so, like so much of it. Like uh, I guess they're trying to show that he's he doesn't care. He's got a death wish. He's a cop on the edge. Yeah, and he's there by. It seems he's by himself. Like who does that kind of thing by themselves? Well, nobody see. Nobody wants to be his partner, right? Because at one point he's like, he has a bit of a breakdown. And he's like, you want to do? The, nobody wants to be my partner because I'm so crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, surely you should be like not in the police department. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, I think this, this movie is bullshit because there's no way a cop could get away with acting like this. Well, on they, the other they, hand, it's the LAPD, and I'm like, yeah. like <laughs> well, maybe? There, there, there is a scene when there's a woman psychologist trying to talk, uh, I guess, the chief out of putting rigs on doing anything. Yeah. Trying, she's trying to get him off. The is street. she a woman psychologist? She's only does psychology on women? One of the she's, few, a, she's a woman psychologist. She's one of like a few, horse whisperer. She's one of the few women characters in this film. But yes, she says I guess it's inconsequential that she's a woman, but she's a woman psychologist who happens to be a psychologist. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Who happens to be the only sane person in the police department? Yeah. It's like this guy's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. And not in a fun way. And not in a fun way. Now, how about how do we feel about the meat cute? Which one's the meat cute? The meat, the meet cute when they when they first meet. Oh, when uh, when he pulls the gun out, he's like, and what's his name? Uh, Murtock doesn't know that who Riggs is, and he looks like a like a, a bum kind of like a hobo kind of guy. Right. And then he and he charges at him. I, actually, I didn't mind that because uh, I thought it was kind of funny that you know um, uh, Danny Glover's all I'm going to take this guy down, and he char- and he thinks he's on his back. He's on his back. See, this has always driven me nuts with this movie. Did Murtaugh honestly think that a gun-wielding maniac was just in the middle of the police station? Just casually Barely looking at his gun. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. He wasn't even, like, waving it around. No. Yeah. But, but it's like, there's, a, the, there's a little funny, tiny little bit when um, Danny Glover shells, shouts, gun! And then uh, Mel Gibson's, like, looking around, like, like, like who's, he's trying to see who he's talking about. Who should I kill? Yeah. 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 But that, I, that was an amusing little bit. But is this movie supposed to be funny? It's not really like that might be the only time I think I maybe broke a smile watching this. I think I think when he when he handcuffs himself to a suicidal man and then oh, throws himself off up. the roof. Yeah, I hated that bit. 
nobody saw the giant airbag down there. And also, would they waste an airbag on some loser businessman? No, and, and like, like, and like, like, who, like, how long's that guy been up there? Like, they, if he's gonna jump, just fucking jump. They don't break out those airbags. Maybe if you're like a like a senator. Yeah, there's a much better scene in the classic Dirty Harry where Harry talks a guy down off the roof in a much much better, much cooler does he just, way. Does he, he doesn't shoot him. He doesn't shoot him, no, but he pisses him off, grosses him out, and then decks him yeah. and brings him down in the cherry is, is, is that a, like a trope in these kind of films? Is like a, the crazy guy's going to talk a guy off Well, the it's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Maybe I'm it's sure a, it's been done it's a, very a bunch small of times. You know what? It's, it's like the fireman equivalent. Or how, how do I phrase Saving this? Saving the cat out of the tree. Yeah. I've never seen it. I don't think firemen, fi, sorry, firefighters actually rescue cats out of trees. But well, the thing is cats can get down from trees. Can they? Well, they go up them. I thought they just died up there all the time. <laughs> so many just, just, the trees cat, are full cat, of cat skeletons. Cat skeletons wherever you walk. Cats, cats the, wind, the wind, you know, picks up and all the, the bones sidewalk. come flying out of the tree. And birds make nests in cat, oh, in cat sure. corpses. Showing them. It's, it's horrifying. What's that? Is that poetic justice? Is that what that's called? I think that's called Oh, it justice. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I will I will make a home out of you for eating my Mah- baby. Out Muhammad, of your bones. Yes. Muhammad Ali, when he was retired, you can find it on YouTube. Some big city he was in, he came across a suicidal man that no one could talk down. And Punched him in Ali the face. Ali went up and <laughs> talked him out. down. He recognized <laughs> Ali, got emotional, and he talked him down. Yeah. It's a good thing he didn't mention floating like a butterfly. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to sting like a bee. I'm, you not, hit saying, that I'm not being negative. I, lo- I, I love uh, the champ, whatever his name was, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, Cassius Clay. Yeah. You know what? He he, he, he could have been a, a. Never mind. Have you ever heard Cassius Clay singing "Stand by Me"? It's the uh, one. I don't think it's I the heard. one thing the champ couldn't do. I remember the seventies song, the Muhammad Ali. Do you remember that? No. The Muhammad Ali song from the seventies. No. Muhammad Ali, Black Superman. It was called. Who, who was that it, by? I can't remember who sang it. Mm. I'm not John, even going to attempt or something it. Like God awful though. No. It's kind of fit, bogus raga pop, easy listening number. All right. Anyway, jumping back to Lethal Weapon, however. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, so, because I remember in the 80s, it was a kind of a cliche, the cops having to deal with jumpers. Mm. John, uh, John John Ritter, no, no, I bet you if if, if you could pick... He did if, if, if I gave you a hundred famous Johns, you would have never gotten around to Ritter. Oh, I would have gotten around to Ritter. And I know what you're referring to, Hooperman. Yeah, Hooperman. Show. He throws the watermelon. His whole thing is you go out there and go, this is what your head's going to look like. And you throw a watermelon. <laughs> and, the, and then they'll be like, oh, like just one guy should go, yeah, I know. That's why I want to kill myself. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't have that many I, seeds I, I, in it, my head. It won't really be my problem. I guess it'd be a seedless watermelon. A brainless watermelon. No. Yeah. Does anyone besides us remember Hooperman? Uh, no, well, no. I don't. John Ritter's dead, so that's the third who would have remembered him, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was kind of a thing, I, I suppose, like talking... Uh, oh, and, and, and hey, what is it in the 80s with people on ledges? Because uh, Crocodile Dundee also talked a dude off a ledge. Les Hansman went out on the ledge. Yeah, the because they, someone said he was gay. Do you remember that episode? Oh, that's right. That episode, yeah. Right. Um, oh, yeah, yeah because like that's uh, t- talk about telling your kids like here's how we used to think. <laughs> like long ago. just someone mentioning <laughs> that Les Nesman might be gay was enough for him to want to kill himself. That that was well, the 70s. Cincinnati was a tough town. You know, WKRP was kind of hardcore because there was another episode where like there was that uh, Who concert where those guys got trampled. Yeah, because and, yeah. and there was a racism yeah. episode with uh, yeah. with um, Venus, Venus Flytrap fly dating where, where, Andy's sister. No, no, I was thinking of the one where Arthur Carlson's kid was a total racist. Oh, right, the little, that little Nazi. Yeah. But there's a great episode, too, where Venus takes out Andy's sister and Andy gets overly defensive. Well, he's a hick. 
Yeah, he's a bit of a hick. It's not, yeah, see, if, as long as Andy's in charge of Venus, he's fine with it. Anyway. Let's get back to this movie. Terrific here. show. Okay. Oh, we haven't even mentioned the Buse yet. Yeah. Just, uh, and then we're introduced to Gary Busey as Mr. Joshua. Yeah. The, uh, and this the, is before the, heavy... the motorcycle accident, and he, he, he seems kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, he's always been... Yeah. He, was, uh, he actually auditioned for this part, and he was, um, he was really nervous because he hadn't acted in a long time, and this kind of since, revitalized his career. Since um, Billy Holiday? Who did he play? Oh, Buddy Holiday. Buddy Holiday. Yes. He played Billy Sorry. Holiday. That's yeah. right. Gary Busey. Billy, in the, Busey in the sings Billy the blues. Holiday story. Lady sings the Busey. <laughs> Busey sings the blues. You know, I got to be honest. He's my favorite thing in this movie. Yes. Gary Busey. He's, yeah, he's he, often he, my favorite thing in a movie, though. If yeah. I'm, if I'm being like Predator Two, he's my favorite thing. Another um, Danny Glover. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, yeah. so he's like I don't I'm know. He's piece. some 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 vet. I mean, again, it's impossible to to talk about the plot because. All the Vietnam vets are crazy in this movie. Mad Mel's crazy. Gary Busey's on the edge. Yeah. Uh, actually, almost everybody that's in this movie is a Vietnam vet. I'm surprised Robin Williams doesn't turn up. Was he in Vietnam? Well, in good, oh, morning, good morning, Vietnam. Vietnam. Yes. He's all but, crazy now. He's a crazy radio DJ. The, uh, the the main bad guy, I don't know who his name is, but he was like the, he was the commander of the special forces and blah, blah, blah. Now, and, uh, this was a trope of the 80s, especially where it's like the obligatory Vietnam service or experience mm-hmm. of like the lead character. I even remember Miami Vice presenting Crockett, Don Johnson, as a Vietnam vet. <laughs> Oh yeah, Venus Flytrap was a Vietnam. That's he right. Was, he, he told was. that story about chucking guys out of the helicopter. Yeah. He did. Well, yeah. he was. He's done here. Vegas, like <laughs> this is like some demented <laughs> shit. Yeah, they had that episode about the censorship by the religious guys. That, that was awesome. Down. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, let's not talk about WKRP. I kind of want to just talk about WKRP. You know why? Because it's way better than this movie. It is way better than yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm grasping at interesting things to come to. Well, the, 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 when we're introduced to Gary Busey, he's like the guy for some reason agrees to have his arm lit on fire with all. Oh yeah, for, for no reason. Yeah, just to yeah. show that he's tough and scary. You're gonna have to deal with Mr. Joshua if you don't give me the drugs or something stupid like okay, that. Okay, so they also do this in other movies where it, look at me burn myself because I'm so tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Cape Fear being one of them, but at least with Cape Fear, like. This guy was in jail. Maybe he had to hold a flare in his bare hand for like two whole minutes. I don't know. You can't cut off your central nervous system no. from your hand. No, it does. Like, it doesn't matter how tough you are. Yeah, it's still gonna fucking hurt. It doesn't you know, matter what you're you know, doing. The funny thing is, is I bet you if he stubbed his toe, he'd be like, "Ow, god yeah, damn it!" Well, that's one of the worst pains. Are get whacked in the shin? Did he like practice burning his arm? Yeah. <laughs> how many times has he done that? He's, and then he says, "Go see the medic guy." He's like, like, "This is gonna come. Fine. This is gonna come in handy one day." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, when does that skill come in? How do you learn that skill? It's not even a skill. They don't make you burn yourself in the army, do they? I've never been in the army. Alex, when you're in the army, do they make you burn yourself? Yeah, all the time. All the time. In, wow, the, in the, the Dartmouth, in, in the Dartmouth <laughs> army, the, the Dartmouth Reserve. Yeah, because like, okay, there was a there was a uh, James Bond villain played by Robert Carlyle in The World Is Not Enough, I think. Okay, and he actually has like a bullet in his brain. They couldn't so, get out? so he can't feel pain. Oh wow, that's that's uh, helpful, I guess. But no, so he could have burned himself, no problem. Did he? He but surely, is it, surely it'd be gross. It, 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 it would stink. Yeah. And then you're gonna have a scar. Did, there. did Gary Busey's arm just stink like 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 overcooked ham for the rest of the movie? <laughs> it must have been. He didn't yeah. have like a bandage or anything on it. And, who, and, 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 they, and they were in some fucking nightclub too, like with a band practicing the amount, in the background. The amount of crazy shit that happens. Mm-hmm. 
in public in this movie is is in, is like none of it happens in private. Well, no, like yeah, everything. Well, the the most absurd thing I thought in this movie. Well, one of the two most absurd absurd things besides the end shootout bullshit was when uh, Tom Atkins Atkins act, acting when Tom when, a- Tom when, when Tom Actor gets taken out drinking eggnog. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like st- he's like standing in the his giant house for some reason there's a wedding outside but he's not at the wedding he's just in the you know talking to Danny Glover in the in the house yeah and a helicopter comes out of nowhere yeah because because those things are silent yeah yeah, yeah. just r- rises up from the cliff on the ocean and then uh, Gary Busey takes out uh, Tom uh, Tom actor and the eggnog yeah but then, maybe he was aiming for the eggnog yeah like 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 in the jerk. Someone's trying to shoot all this eggnog. <laughs> he hates his eggnog. The curtains. Keep away from the curtains. <laughs> it's like, it's just... But, but, he, but if you look at the table, he's got like, I don't know, like 40, 40 cartons of eggnog. Maybe there. that's where the Coke was. Yeah, may, well, no, well, then well, he's well, drinking it, though. Well, you, that, he's, he's an addict. He's got a dupe <laughs> so, in there. So the, the Coke is mixed into the eggnog. See, now that, now we're talking. Yeah. He's got a ringer. Now curtain. we're talking a holiday action movie. Yeah. Like, it's, it's tainted eggnog. 100%. Or, Maybe that's what she was drinking at the beginning. It tainted no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that song. <laughs> Soft sell. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, you're coughing up a storm. I'm here. sorry, yeah. No, Johnny no, COVID. No, I'm dying. Good thing I got my boosters. Yeah. So I have written in my notes is like enough of the suicide shit. Like does that yeah. that scene that just that it just goes on forever where he's like he's playing with his gun, he's crying, he's yeah. kissing his wife's picture. Yeah. It's like fuck, come on already. We know you're, you know, upset and you're suicidal, but like can't he just be horny? Yeah, exactly. Can he just be walk around naked <laughs> like just, smoking? He's just lonely. <laughs> yeah. He's just a lonely cop. He's a lonely vet cop. Yeah. He lives uh, in a trailer for some reason. This is supposed to be a character. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like it's basically again. Shane Black gives them one element. The one guy I'm su- and they're kind of the same because if you think about it, uh, Danny Glover or, or uh, Murtaugh, Murtaugh is like I'm too old for this shit. Says it three times in this movie. Yep, and mm-hmm. um, and Riggs is is just too old for this life. Like they're both given up, yeah. right? And and then I guess Re- I, I guess their the love of murdering redemption. people brings them together. <laughs> they do murder a lot. Christmas, of Christmas. <laughs> like, they, they murder the guy in the pool. Yeah, we thought right. that we thought that was pretty cool in grade seven when, when he falls through the uh, the, 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 the solar blanket, the, the pool covering, yeah. and uh, and then yeah. Well, uh, we used to have one of those on uh, our swimming pool growing up, and it wasn't quite like it wasn't quite like that, but it was the same concept. You know, it was a, a solar blanket. It, it warms the pool and keeps the heat in. Were you scared of falling onto? I it thought it was to keep, no. I used to I jump thought it was to it. keep oh. leaves out. Really? Yeah. No, that's what the strainer's for. You can walk around and scoop with the leaves. No, it's to keep the heat in. Look at you two richy riches who had pools. (laughs) I I didn't have a pool. No, he he had a quarry. The reason I I love baths so much is I never had a pool growing up. Lots of tragedy. Um, But no, I used to. We used to make tunnels under it and swim under it. And a couple times, I thought I was going to drown. Did you all? Did you all survive? uh, Yeah, nobody died. I'm pretty sure none of us. None of us That's drowned. That's highly but, irresponsible. Oh, our, our parents didn't want us doing that at all. But you know, it was the eighties. Yeah, parents had no control. So it was the seventies and eighties. They had they had no control yeah. at all. But yeah, we could. I a couple times. I especially when you can't touch the bottom and you try to get up and there's like this. I guess the meniscus or the suction, whatever it's called, uh, placenta. Hold, the placenta holds the holds the, the 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 tarp or whatever onto the pool, so you can't push it up and you start to panic. You know, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I never drowned. I see. I almost drowned when I the first day of uh, swimming lessons. No, oh. I got so excited about jumping in the deep end and swimming that like I just kept <laughs> and, and I just kept jumping in and swimming and jumping in and swimming and jumping and swimming. And then one time Beautiful. I jumped in and I realized, oh, I don't have enough energy to get to the surface. And I, I sank to the bottom. Oh, really? Yeah. And and I remember like actually inhaling water and then this hand grabbing my face and dragging me out. Oh and wow! Coughing up water and the whole thing. Oh. But I love swimming. 
even, and even after that i think i think every time i take a bath i'm just like facing mortality yeah. that's why i like baths so much living on the edge it's just li- like rigs yeah that's right mm-hmm. nobody wants to do a podcast with me because i'm crazy <laughs> Um, I also love how the kids, uh, there's an awful lot of coincidences. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, hey, let's go uh, check out this house where one of the witnesses is. And the second we arrive, it explodes. Yeah, yeah and all those kids are hanging out. But I like, I like the, those kids actually pretty funny. Uh, the kids are fine, yeah. but it's pretty absurd that, that he just happens to have the same tattoo on the same... Uh-huh. Because if I was Danny Glover, I'd be like, oh, Martin Riggs is the bad guy. I wouldn't be thinking, <laughs> oh, a, a, another human being with the exact same tattoo. Special forces, Special man. For- By the way... You want to be a cop after being in the special forces? Wouldn't guess, that, that that's so, got to be a step down? But that's all there is, though, isn't there? Like, maybe he's not he's not fit for the army anymore. Because you didn't watch much. First Blood and see that he can't hold down a job in a gas I guess, station. I guess or you're, you're right. Yeah, you're just, hope. Yeah, just wander yeah, into yeah, small yeah, towns. You have to move trouble. to Hope, and even they don't want you. Yeah. And again, okay. And there's two scenes in particular where I'm just like shaking my head, going like, even in L.A., I don't think this would fly. One is where um, Martin Riggs uh, is is just running with a machine gun. I think he's barefoot too. Yep, and he's just like running down the street, waving a machine gun, and the extras are just standing just, there, just standing around, just window shopping at Christmas. Too. Yeah. Well, that's stupid. It, that's, that's, this is the end. It's another connection to Die Hard. Actually, is that he's barefoot? It's pre Die Hard though. And then does he ever put shoes on? Actually, in the third act of this movie, does he, um, does he find any shoes? I, I, I don't know. Because because then he's on the. It is pre Die Hard. If anything, Die Hard ripped this off. And then the the other scene is. Is, is that hilarious and I get it it's an action movie mm-hmm. but it's absurd to think that you you can just like murder a guy in your partner's front yard with a sprinkler on <laughs> that well that the, the whole the, the, the end scene where he fights, you see? Yeah. but he yeah. lets him go remember the whole thing the, whole the cops th- it does show that the cops want him yeah. To kill him, they're all in favor well, he, of him well, killing he, him. But then well, he's he, like, he's he not just, worth it. But then they, but then they do kill him anyway. But he he ju- he just murdered two police officers That's like true. like like ten minutes before. Yeah, and, and, eye for there, an there, eye. and there, there's no way anywhere in like well, especially the states that they're just going to put their weapons down and fight. Yeah, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And, and it's even the point where like Gary Busey's like winning the fight, and Riggs is like, oh, I really want to help. <laughs> but I just can't because 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 does he try and help and Riggs is like no, no like, yes, like, right. like Apollo Creed in yeah. Rocky Four yeah he's drowning him in the yeah. in the mud puddle or something like that and the cops just like oh I guess Gary Beast is gonna murder this cop well, friend of mine well I'm, I'm also then, then that's the rules I'm also like like he's holding his head underwater and I'm sure all of his energy is going into not drowning but he has time to say no. <laughs> so nobody comes because even if Gary Busey won and murdered uh, Mad Mel right then and there yeah it was just gonna shoot him like the guy there's, there's no winning for that guy whatsoever well I mean that's the idea it's like his last hurrah yeah and then oh, yeah that, that or, was, or he could criminal or, on the edge versus the cop on the oh edge. and that the whole yeah th- but, but or the or Gary Busey the criminal could say you know what actually put me in handcuffs I'm gonna call my expensive lawyer from my drug dealing friend and <laughs> and, uh, and I'm gonna walk yeah well, that, it, at least give me like like in the untouchables where I'm gonna do the right thing, and mm-hmm. then the bad guy's like, "Yeah, your partner was a squealing little piggy boy." <laughs> you know, like <laughs> he, he, he taunts him to murder. You know him. what I mean? He didn't yeah. even he didn't even taunt him into murdering him. He's just like, "Let's just have a fist fight." Yeah. And by the way, and Danny Glover's okay with this in his front yard. In his front yard. After, for some reason, they drove a car through his living room wall. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Like, for, like there was the, the point of that, I was, was lost on me. And the other, actually, the other action scene, which made no sense, was the one out in the desert. Oh well, they kidnapped his daughter. Yeah, but what was the plan to hide to have a uh, Mel Gibson hide in the sand and then shoot 
everyone. I think that was the plan. But there's like 15 guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, sh- he's special forces. <laughs> he's not going to shoot everyone. And then, and then he's so special forces, he didn't hear the guy sneaking up behind him. Yeah. Like, and you can see for miles around. Anyway, that, I can that was, see that, for miles <laughs> and the whole thing miles. Was done. Well, you know, and then how bad a driver is uh, Danny Glover's idiot daughter. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Like, if, when you avoid some of these giant holes in the desert, you fucking yeah. idiot. And then she, she, she gets out of the car and just falls in the sand, and that was it for her. I do kind of like the scene where Mel Gibson's getting tortured. Mm-hmm. Alex is yawning. By Al Young. Electrocuted, the, yes. Uh, the the uh, Asian dude who's in every fucking he's in, movie. He's in Die Hard. He's in Die Hard. He's in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, he's he's he he never ages. He's kind of like Wilford Brimley, who's always old, but this guy's always... The mustache keeps him young. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I thought that was kind of a cool scene. I still I still think it's kind of a cool scene when he like kills the guy like by just with his legs breaking his neck neck with his legs. Yeah, it was fun. He's like giving like a loofah sponge bath with like electricity or something with a big sponge. And again, what's the point? Why don't you just shoot him in the head? <sighs> yeah. Well, again, do not ascribe logic to this. Nope. The movie's called Lethal Weapon. It's at uh, it's on streaming. Uh, but it will be you know what I actually think Lethal Weapon 2 is a significantly better movie yeah I don't know if I went, ever went and saw any of the, uh, the sequels 3 is okay 2 is actually it's got Joe Pesci in to sort of cut the bullshit right right he's, he's like in the witness. next 3 he's in part 2 3 and because 4 his, because his character was so popular popular yeah. he, he was like a Jet Lee jumps in on part 4 as yeah. a bad guy Rene Russo Chris, jumps in part 3 uh, I thought she was in 2 Chris Rock is in four as well. Maybe yeah, she is in two. But I marathoned them during the pandemic lockdown. It's just a big blur. Yeah, they sure. had me. They made me smile or whatever. But you know, yeah. it's just a big jumble. There's a scene when they're, they're whenever I see like um, uh, movie marquees in movies, I always want to see what movies are playing. One in this movie was The Lost Boys. Yeah, they're the one with something called Star Angel. Is that an actual movie? Or is that just some let's fucking made Google up it show? right now? Oh, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, let's have our listeners Google that. And yeah, then yeah. Write, then write to Alex and then let there, us. Let there them know. is something let to do with Star Angel where it's like an in joke with again Shane Black. Like it, it's like some some movie that he never made when he was a kid or something. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, well, that's kind of interesting. Then. Yeah, it's 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 like when uh, in. Um, uh, I, I am legend where Batman v Superman turns up was never really supposed to be a movie, but then they made a movie out of it. I have no idea what you're talking about anymore. Oh, well, that's the movie that's playing at the end of the world is Batman versus Superman. At the end of the world, what end of the world? I am legend. Wow, I don't remember that. Yeah, he walks by a movie theater and it's like po- mo- posters for uh, Batman versus Superman. Oh, I didn't think they. Even, I thought the I am legend came out like uh, way before that. It did. It was like a joke. Like they'll never make a Batman versus oh, Superman movie, okay. and then they're like, "Why don't we actually make this terrible movie? Right, and bring about the end of the world." <laughs> um, do we have anything more to say about Lethal Weapon? Um, I don't. Actually, one one little, little tidbit. Like one thing I've noticed in movies um, when there's always another movie on screen. Like I think when they burst into. Uh, Denny Glover's house at the end. Uh, Christmas Carol's playing on television for some reason a colorized version, um, the Alistair Sim classic. Yes, of course. And whenever I see, whenever I see that, it's like, oh, why am I not watching that movie? Yeah, I'd rather stand. be watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of movie memories, though, I just want to say that if I haven't been as talkative as I wanted to be during this podcast, it's because Dylan had to bring up that Coke straw scene from Invasion USA. And, then, and now it's haunting And that's been running through my head like a rinse cycle oh, the whole dear. time. By the way, Invasion USA is arguably a Christmas movie because there is a scene where a family with Christmas, Christmas and stuff get blown up with a bazooka. And there's also, or blown, their house gets blown up. So, so any movie There's that also has a, a Christmas... scene with Christmas shopping in that movie so if, too. So any movie that has a Christmas scene in it is now a Christmas movie? Arguably. Well. It depends on the 
intensity of that Christmas scene. <laughs> yeah, maybe what happens within the scene? If it's just if kind I, of in a flash montage, if probably a, if not. If a glass straw goes up a woman's nose and then breaks. It's metal straw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then it's a Christmas movie. Then it's a Christmas movie. Oh. Yeah, Thanks I, for ruining my... Lethal Weapon podcast. You, you putting that, you put, you're putting that this on me and Chuck Norris. Yeah, that's a, that's that's your uh, <sighs> that's your obsession with craziness. Yeah, I know. I, I don't have much more to say about this movie. No, like, neither it, do it's, I. You know, it's fun enough. Uh, the only thing that the worst part about this for me was having to watch it again yesterday <laughs> after watching it two weeks ago. I'm impressed because I, I forgot basically because we we were having a few beers and and uh, doing the commentary and I f- forgot everything that we talked about. So I had to, I wanted to be fresh for this, and I had some time. So yeah, yeah. I, I never need to watch this movie again. It's ever. shallow garbage, but it has its moments. There's mm-hmm. some, some good action. I do like the the leads. I think they ha- they have genuine chemistry. They do have good chemistry together. Uh, I like Richard Donner as a director. You know, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. Richard. Yeah, uh, was it Richard Donner? Oh, Richard, Richard Dawson. I'm thinking of that's the. You're anyways, th- you're thinking of the pervert from uh, Hogan's Heroes. Hogan's Family Heroes. Feud. Family Feud. Oh, no, no, you're right. Richard Dawson, but he was on Hogan's Heroes. He was indeed. Yeah, no, but he was. I thought you were calling him a pervert because he kissed so many women. No, no, there's that. Well, I guess we we won't, we don't, we don't need to talk about Mad Mel and all his um, troubles and. Richard Dawson. I don't really care about his troubles. No. I'm like, okay. He's a, he's a, a, you know, racist, sexist douchebag, but you know, whatever. Yeah, he's a conservative Catholic lunatic, blah, 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 but I won't lie. Apocalypto is a lot of. It's a yeah. great, it's a great movie to watch. I love uh, the passion for all of its faults. It is never it, it is technically a well made movie. I can I could that's one movie that I don't think I'll ever watch. I, I have mean, no desire to it's, watch that. It's awful Christian propaganda, yeah. but I, I won't say that it was. It's not well made. Yeah, he's he's a good filmmaker. Um, like the few movies that he's actually made, Braveheart's you, pretty good. Even that uh, Hacksaw Ridge, which is corny as it is, is that his movie? Or is that, is that We Were Soldiers? No, well, he's in We Were Soldiers, oh, okay. but uh, no, Hacksaw, Hacksaw Ridge is actually a, a, an interesting story, but it's 45 minutes too long. Is that, the, is that uh, with um, Spider-Man, who, yeah, uh, who's right. a doctor, doesn't want to fight or anything like that? No, he's just like... He's he's like, like he refused to carry a he's gun. He's like Amish or whatever. Yeah. And he, and, the, yeah, anyway. War of the Amish. Anyway, yeah, so let's say we're... Oh. Do, let's, w- 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 would you pair this up with anything? Yeah, if we're going to pair it up with another Christmas movie, if you want another action movie, if you want another Shane Black movie, the obvious one is... Long kiss, good night. Yeah, which is a kiss, lot of fun. kiss, bang, bang. But yeah, the thing is, they're all basically. Christmas oh, wait movies. a minute! The I Monster Squad. Long kiss, yeah, the, good the night. I kiss, forgot about that. The long yeah. kiss, bang, bang. Um, sure, I, I but, was just mixing up the titles. Of course, Long Kiss, Good Night is wonderful. It is. That, that it's a way better film, and uh, Samuel L. and uh, Gina Davis have great chem- chemistry, and that's way more fun. Movie. It was. It was very likely to be my pick, but you. But yeah. you. But you. I'm took sorry. It. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I would probably say. Uh, the Long Kiss Goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have two for The Long Kiss Goodnight. <laughs> uh... Well, no, I um, just given the music, um, because I just kept thinking of it as I was uh, editing the, the trailer edit did you, today. Did, did you, uh, did you uh, download the soundtrack for this with uh, Your Love is a, a, a Lethal Weapon by Honeymoon is... Suite? <laughs> Good on Honeymoon Suite. Think... They also had music on uh, Miami Vice in this and era. All, so all, were... the, all the horrible David Sanborn uh, rock sacks. And the, I'm glad I'm, glad I'm, too, and noodling I'm, glad I'm too young for Honeymoon Suite. I couldn't name a single <laughs> song of theirs. New Girl Now. Uh, I would say uh, <laughs> this movie really made me want to watch um, uh, Hot, Hot Fuzz, actually, was the, what kept going through my head. But probably because they kept using the Lethal Weapon music in Hot Fuzz. And it's a way better action film. And, and I, just, I just think as a pairing, it would be fun to watch Hot Fuzz and then watch like the thing that they're totally ridiculing. Mm-hmm. you know. And The Long Kiss Goodnight. And, uh, and you know what? Fuck it. 
I would say skip Lethal Weapon One and just watch Lethal Weapon Two because it's like it's it's weird. It's like Lethal Weapon One they just were sort of putting the ingredients in place, but in Lethal Weapon Two they actually it was a low it was a low budget one. It was only fifteen million dollars to make this one. Yeah, and they you know they made one hundred twenty million dollars on it. So that's a pretty good return on your investment. So you know the next one's going to probably have a bit of a bigger budget and shit like that. Yeah, but it's just like the second one's funnier. The action is better. The bad guys are are more interesting. They're like weird South African. Like, I, I like racist I, bad guys. I don't remember. I don't remember it at all. It has that scene when 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 uh, the South African bad guy is going to shoot uh, Murtaugh, and he goes like diplomatic immunity. Oh, right. And then right. Murtaugh shoots him in the face and goes just revoked. <laughs> I don't know. It's better. So so skip the first one. Watch the second one. There you go. There's your your pairing is Lethal Weapon Two. Lethal Weapon <laughs> part, part Two. Part Two. Yes. Part Two. Yes. <laughs> Chapter Two. How about you, Alex? What do you got? What do you got for us for a pairing? Yeah. Oh, Invasion USA. Oh, there, oh, there you, you go. go. Yeah, there all you right. go. That was a Christmas movie. Yeah. You can Christmas finally see movie. how one scene can totally block out your concentration during a podcast. Wow. Is that, that being is, the thing, Richard Lynch time? impales villainess on Coke Straw. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll Spoiler try. alert, that happens I'll, in the I'll movie. Try, I'll but Lethal not... Weapon's a Christmas movie, according to recent memes I've seen online, and you I tend memes. to agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I would argue it is a Christmas movie. It's, yeah. it's all about family and stuff. Starring family. Dylan's yeah. hometown so, hero, Chuck it's not Norris. A, it's not a Fast yes. and the Furious movie. Is that Christmas? No, it's all about family. I'm surprised they never did a Christmas Fast and Furious. Well, Fast and Furious Christmas. Yeah. They've only done nine of them so far, so you know, just wait. And the, apparently the last one's going to be a two-parter. Oh, God. Well, they've ever, they, they've been to space, so yeah. where else is there to go? Bottom of the ocean? They're going to hell. Oh, that would be awesome. I'd like to see the one in hell. Yep. Driving cars in hell. Yep. Yeah. Running over Satan. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Is that it for this one? That, is, that is it. No, I think that's it. Our next episode is going to be our uh, best slash worst of the year. Yeah. Looking we're gonna, forward to that We're going to talk about the year in review for mm-hmm. our next episode, which will be out in a couple of weeks. So yep. um, this this should drop just a couple of days before Christmas. I will be in Mexico. Show off. So, chumps. Yeah. Have a good time uh, sucking on rain. Pina coladas up at the swim up bar. Is that what you're looking for? I am. Yeah, I'm just going to barf in that pool. Yeah. Oh, where, where are you going in Mexico? I don't. Uh, it's not an all inclusive. It's like that's good. I don't know. I, I'm not even sure. I, I don't want any weird stalkers fo- from the podcast following me down. <laughs> yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> um, but yes, so th- uh, this has been the Black Dog Video After Dark podcast. Check out our shit at www.blackdogvideo.ca. Uh, we have stuff for sale. We have mugs. We have T-shirts. We have Studio uh, Ghibli socks. Studio Ghibli yeah, socks and all- tons of. Freaking movies, tons of movies. Yeah, Ten- and and I've 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 discounted the movies, uh, all the the used stuff I have left over from the shop, on the website. There's lots of great stuff, and it's cheaper than you'll ever find. It Excellent anywhere. stuff. Yeah, Lethal Weapon might even be on there. I have no idea. Invasion USA. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? So yes, ho ho ho. Merry Christmas. Oh, I, I yeah. got I got a haircut today. <coughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, that's Je- great. It's, it's it's pretty great. Mm. Um, Where'd you get it? You looked at Je- the Persephone commercial with that haircut. I I, I oh I uh, mean the, the the weird ad they show at the Rio. Yeah, there's a guy in that <laughs> ad who looks like you. I've never seen this ad. It could be me for all I know. I do yeah, drink a lot. Yeah. Um, I, Jefferson's Barbershop, is, in fact, is where I got my haircut. And, I'm going there uh, next week. Go on in. Yep. S- say hi to Jeff. He's fantastic. They're all great. Yep. Uh, Scott's great. Yep. And um, everybody else. They have a cute little dog. Oh. So, yeah, go to Jefferson's Barbershop on Commercial Drive here in Vancouver. Uh, thank you to Greg, who is, is, is the man working the dials and tweaking the knobs. Tirelessly. So I have been Dylan Reimer. Who have you guys been? Alex Chisholm. And I... 
I've been Darren Gay. I, wanna, I don't know why I had to think about that, but I've been Darren <laughs> For a second. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're a philosophical kind of guy. That's right, yeah. Oh. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, uh, happy ho ho and all that jazz. Season's greetings. Yeah, yeah. season's greetings and season's all that. Season's beatings. And all that shit, and, mm-hmm. we'll, and we'll see you in the new year. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye.